0: Welcome to What Christians Should Know, hosted by Dr. Elijah Sadoffel. This podcast equips you with clarity and meaningful answers about God, the Bible, and your Christian life. Now, here's Dr. Sadoffel. What is the point of Christianity? What is the point of living a godly life? of going to church, of telling others about Jesus. What's the point of being obedient? Why do we study the Bible? Why do we pray? Where is all of this heading? What is the ultimate conclusion of the gospel? What I'm getting at is this. What is the point of everything? By answering this question, the idea I would like to communicate speaks to the ultimate end of the Christian experience. The ultimate end of the Christian experience is not just eternal life. It is not just to be in heaven. It is not just to live a life free of suffering. It is not just to be reunited with your loved ones. The point of everything is the highest, sweetest, fullest, deepest good of everything, and that good is God himself. The point of everything is to rejoice in and delight in God for eternity. The point of everything is God himself. To elaborate on this point, I would like to draw your attention to Romans chapter 5, verses 6-11. to Personally, I've always liked this text because these six verses succinctly capture the essence of the gospel. That is, they tell us what God has accomplished for us through Christ. Romans 5, 6-11 says, For while we were still helpless, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. For one will hardly die for a righteous man, though perhaps for the good man someone would dare even to die. But God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more then, having now been justified by His blood, we shall be saved from the wrath of God through Him. For if while we were enemies we were reconciled to God through the death of His Son, much more, having been reconciled, we shall be saved by His life. And not only this, but we also exult in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received the reconciliation. God only had one son, and that son was a preacher and a Bible teacher. What did Jesus preach? The gospel or the good news? The gospel says that if you believe in Jesus Christ, a broken relationship with God will be repaired and you will be saved. What do you need to be saved from? The wrath of God. Romans 5.9 states this clearly much more than, having now been justified by His blood, we shall be saved from the wrath of God through Him. But is the point of everything just merely the avoidance of a bad outcome? It is not. Verse 10 then says, we also receive the benefits of Christ's perfect life. Romans chapter 5 verse 10 says, for if while we were enemies we were reconciled to God through the death of His Son, much more Having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. But is the point of everything just merely being saved and receiving spiritual benefits? It is not. It is then in Romans 5 verse 11 that the Apostle Paul directs us to the point of everything. He writes, And not only this, but we also exult in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received the reconciliation. Exult comes from a Greek word that means to rejoice, to boast about, or glory. Why do we exult? Because we are so filled with joy and delight that praise completes the jubilation that we have in our hearts. Why are our hearts filled with joy? Because we exult in God. There is not anything after God, nor is there anything greater than God. The point of everything is therefore the point, above which there are no higher points. Romans 5.6-11 tells us that Christ paid the price to redeem us, and after He redeemed us, Christ gifts us with a prize. Christ saves sinners but after Christ saves sinners, He doesn't just leave them alone. He doesn't give them an impersonal, lifeless gift. He gifts the prize of Himself. The point of everything is therefore an everlasting enjoyment of God. Beloved, heaven is not heaven because of streets of gold or because angels will be our neighbors. Heaven is heaven because of the presence of God. This presence means all of God's redeemed will have a deep, intimate fellowship with Him. Seen in this way, life here on earth is a test that prepares people for paradise. After all, if you don't delight in God now, you won't delight in all of Him forever. Heaven is heaven for a believer because we get to enjoy the God whom we love. Heaven would be torture for a non-believer because they would be in the presence of someone whom they despise. When I say that in paradise we will exult in God forever, human language is incapable of describing that awe-inspiring experience of joy. Right now we only have five senses that may be filled with a sense of spiritual satisfaction better than when grain and new wine abound. Now just imagine heaven where God's elect have hundreds of thousands of senses and every one of them is saturated because we are continually in the presence of an infinite well of joy, contentment, and delight. That infinite well, of course, is our loving and gracious Lord. So the point of everything is God Himself. Now that we know the point of everything, we prepare ourselves to exult in God and point others to the One whom they can enjoy. God is so good that He gives His redeemed nothing less than the very best in the universe. He gives them the gift of Himself and when we are in Him, there is never a need for anything else.